Welcome to the Sleazy Podcast, the podcast about anything and everything, but mostly TV and movies. And now it's time to get sleazy. It's the sleazies. So I'm gonna have to change it to like my morning ringtone. That's just so uplifting and inspirational. It Very was. It, it was an Oscars intro. I figured I'd steal it for the time being. So spiritual and enlightening. Dun 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 dun. It was, makes you think Rob was born on a planet and landed here, and he's got magical powers to fuck everything up. Right. <laughs> but I never learned how to do it. He never. He never got his license to. He's got yeah, powers. Superpowers. He has powers, but. Right. Not that kind. He's got shitty powers. Yeah. He, he can he can leap short couches in a single bound. <laughs> but this is, you know, technically episode 93, but this is dedicated to the sleazies. This is the award show without any of the buzz, celebrities, no dress code. <laughs> Nothing. Yep. We should we should let uh uh hot sauce make the uh the statuette though, since he's he's got He's got uh, experience making uh, uh, trophies. Trophies? Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sleazy, the award nobody wants. Yeah, yeah. that might be a problem. Yeah, well, I don't think we want to be sending out uh, dildos to everybody. No. <laughs> that might be frowned upon. Large male appliances. But I have I have the full crew here today. Uh, today, I said, you know, not tonight, uh, because it's Saturday. Last night was Valentine's Day. Uh, if you're into that. Yeah, if you're into that, whatever. Um, we got Robzilla here. Hello, Mr. PBS. Yeah, and we got Hot Sauce. I just want to comment, Mr. Dismissive over there. Yeah, if you're into that, as he bought his female companion gifts. I'm not into that though. No, not buying into that at all. I'm in, to, I'm, in, I'm into buying myself some candy. It's cheaper to keep her, buddy. I love them. I love them Reese hearts. Mm. Today's the day to get them too. Mm-hmm. Half off. Yeah, candy is half off today. Yep. But it, normally there really isn't a whole lot of candy left over on sweet tart hearts. Yeah, I think I think people are like stores are trying to get better at cutting back. It's like you know they're ready to they're changing over displays like the day. Yeah, I, I saw an Easter display up yesterday. Yeah, they started. I had uh, maybe right after Christmas. I think people come in the next day like where else, where's all that marked down candy? Because some years you know you have you have carts and carts full of them. Like, right, it's gone. They got rid of it already. They, they start marking it down before the holiday now. I bet they want to strangle you. Like, what oh, the they were fuck? they were in there at like six thirty in the morning, seven in the morning. Like, you got any that candy? I'm like, nope. Ready for it? Looking no, for it? There is no more candy, people. Please Kyle, exit the premises. As Kyle laughs. There's no more candy. <laughs> I was I was right up front building something and telling them that like, yep, yeah, sorry, this is it right here. This little cart of some dinky. Whatever, like you said, sweet tarts or something. Yeah, ain't nobody want any of that. I do. I'll buy those. I like the sweet tarts. Sweet tart arts. Are you like? <laughs> Please leave. <laughs> yeah, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got my phone hooked up to the the soundboard. So yeah. hopefully that works out a lot better. Even though my phone times out, so I don't feel like going in and changing it. Is it plugged into power? No, it's a uh, it's a little. USB Type C adapter. Oh, okay. To go into the headphone thing to the oh, mixer. Little dongle. 
Yeah, because you know we don't little, have little dongle. We, we don't, don't believe in headphone jacks anymore. We don't have that five hundred dollar mixer that goes through Bluetooth or whatever. <laughs> that thing is sweet though. It's like a Rhodes hmm. something. I think that's the fancy gear. Yeah. So our, maybe if uh, Rob gets that bonus, he can uh, he can chip some money yeah. for it. Yeah. Shit. Like, Fuck your bonus, Rob. It's all going to the show. He'll <laughs> be like, but. Uh, Oh, never mind. We're yeah. good. I monitor the recording because it doesn't, you know, it stops sometimes. Technical difficulties. Yeah. yeah. Right. All right. So, are we ready to get this going? Sure. Yes, we are. What award do we want to go with, first of all? I feel like you should do the the act the pic, picture, actor, and actress last. Okay. We can We can work with that. Do the best picture, the best actor, the best actress last. All right, so let's just do supporting actor, or or you just get them out of the way now. People can stop listening. Like, all right, I got it. I got yeah, it. Oh, <laughs> that's yeah. We'll have, we'll have like a follow up show for the technical awards. Do right. those do those first. Do the big three first, and then just stop the recording. Right. Like, yeah, we're done. <laughs> or just let it go air silent air for like ten minutes, and then just shut it down. Like you got what you came here for. So we've got a lot of categories. Some are similar to the Golden Globes. And Oscars, and some aren't. So just to point that out, um, let's see here. Do I want to do this on my tablet, or do I want to keep looking over and being like, oh, oh this award oh. goes to. Uh. Uh. What was the one a couple of years ago where they said the wrong thing? The best picture, like Moonlight or something. Well, they had to come up like, oh, sorry, we actually oh, meant. Yeah. Well, they gave it to, was it Moonlight 1? And they gave it to somebody else. I forget exactly what I don't, I don't watch the Oscars that much anymore. They fucked it up bad. That's all I know. But it wasn't Steve Harvey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've said before that ever since that year, like oh uh, fourteen or whatever, when when Jill and Hall didn't get nominated for uh, Nightcrawlers, like I don't even watch that stuff anymore. I, I watch I watch the clips later and see who won, but that's about it. Yeah, I don't I don't like to watch them live. It just takes too long and. Um, I only need like the last half hour and we're like hot sauce. So I need like the best picture, actor, actress, the in memoriam. That's all I really want. That's all you really, really the, want. Um, the the stars that we lost this year, the little tribute, little 20-minute yeah. tribute of everybody I, that I, passed honestly, away. Th- honestly, they could just give me that. And then <laughs> That's like, all you want. And then just put the just, just put in, in text who won everything. That's all. They could just give you that, huh? Yeah, yeah. They could make it a half-hour show. Do a little little intro skit for about ten minutes. Do a twenty minute memorial, but during the entire half hour, it's displaying on a ticker like school closings right? when there's bad yeah. weather. <laughs> best picture. It just, best it just, it, yeah, it just scrolls through. It says category and the uh-huh. nominees and then the winner. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, best actor, best supporting actor, I should say. Let's get this under control here. Chris the nominees Evans. are yes, <laughs> Chris Evans for Knives Out. It was, it was nice to see him play an asshole again. He hasn't, it was he hasn't great. Yeah. yeah. It's really refreshing. John Favreau, Spider-Man uh, Far From Home. Happy. This happy. was just happy. We, we kind of threw him in there. I think anybody who watches movies knows he's not going to win. Yeah. I like he had that nice little speech about how, you know, you're you're the next Tony or whatever. That was that was that was a good moment. Nice feel good. He's the next Tony. Yeah. Tony's gone. Why would we need the next Tony? Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Fucking God damn it. If you haven't seen Endgame by now, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. You're done <laughs> if you haven't seen that. Annie, Annie was trying to get with uh, Aunt Bay, so. Yes. All right. Uh, Ian McShay, uh, John Wick 3. 
You know my thoughts on John Wick 3, so I'll leave it at that. You, you didn't like it, did you? It's uh, not that I didn't like it. It just wasn't as good as the first two. You're a cocksucker. He is. My 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 lady, she's a John Wick fan. She got really? bored with it, yeah. She got bored with it? Yeah. Why? What did she say? She just didn't like it. Really? She's not a big Halle Berry fan either, so that, was, mm. that didn't help. Interesting. And she's a John Wick fan. Yeah, mm. she loves one and two. All right. Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Don't let the Mexicans see you cry. Don't. Al Pacino, The Irishman. Jimmy Hoffa. 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 And we've got Joe Pesci, The Irishman. He should get the awards for least profanity. Did he even curse in that movie? I'm sure he had. Yeah, I, I think, think maybe he cussed like he once, had but to have done something. Yeah. And then we've got Don Johnson, Knives Out. So we had two from Knives Out, two from The Irishman. Don Johnson has had some good roles the last about five years or whatever, mm-hmm. and kind of doing his thing. Nash Bridges. I like I like him in uh, the comedy. Yeah. He seems to shine in comedy. He, he's always. I think he's always had good timing in the comedies and that kind of thing. Right. And the winner is the winner. Drum roll! It's Brad Pitt. Once upon a time in Hollywood, he really he, he kind of stole the show. He yeah. did, and it's he didn't just steal the show from anybody. He stole the show from Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, because you're Rick fucking Dalton. He, uh, I, I enjoyed. He gave a nice little uh, his acceptance speech because he won the Oscar, talking about how he got the Oscar for playing a stunt person. And that they, they should really make that a category. That's been like a big to-do over the last couple of years, how they need to make stunts it into an actual category. There's not a stunt category? Not, really? for, not for the Oscars. I think some of the other awards might have best stunt, stunt person. Hmm. Really? Like, it's kind of like a big thing. that we're, Yeah, that I seems... Think, like, hmm. that, that'd be like the thing you'd want to watch. Like, give me the clip show of like the best stunts. You know, people yeah. people be like... You know, when you, when it's a person doing stunts, that's, that's really cool. It's not just CGI jumping onto a pad or something. That'd be, I think that'd be a fan favorite category kind of dealing. Interesting. So way to go, Bradley. Bradley Pitt. Yeah, that's Bradley. Uh, I think he's cleared out as best supporting actor in like everything. Yeah. <laughs> so because he got it a Golden Globe and then he yeah. got the Oscar too. So that's a tough one. Like I've always said, like how do you pick the who's who's the lead and who's the supporting, especially in like an ensemble movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I think uh, Leo was definitely the lead in that one but it's close they, yeah. they both had a good deal of screen time yeah I mean it was pretty even if not maybe he even had more because the story was kind of revolving around him and, yeah okay so moving on we're going to go on to best supporting actress hi so, ladies uh, you guys I told you this was a stretch to kind of like go out and find this there wasn't a, a lot of like Movies with strong women in it, I, I thought this year. I'm kind of bummed about that because I like um, a movie. Charlie's Angels. No, it wasn't. That's yeah. No, we're, we're talking good movies. No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> somebody, right. somebody hit the uh, entertaining movies. Somebody hit the uh, the Price is Right sad trombone. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I downloaded that on this this board yet. I have a I have a sad violin here somewhere. There we go. Man, a little, little too wistful. Sounds yeah, like yeah. a fucking Zelda game. Where's the sword? <laughs> my ocarina. Um, I have time. All right, so the nominees are Zendaya, Spider-Man: Far From Home. MJ. She doesn't. I looked at her IMDb, IMDb profile, and it just says Zendaya. Like 
She's like Prince. Like her, that's yeah. her screen or her stage name or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson, Dr. Sleep. Rose the Hat. That's right. Mm-hmm. Kylie Curran, Dr. Sleep. Abra. Who names their kid Abra? Though? That's what I want to know. That was one of the weirdest fucking things ever. Like, I'm watching that going, her, what? At what? They called her Abby or whatever. What? Jamie Lee Curtis, Knives Out. It's kind of fun to see because she played like the bitchy daughter in a way. Mm-hmm. She did. You know, she, she did. She's kind of been doing, she does that good. She's been kind of, you know, she was Laurie Strode again a couple years ago and all that. It's nice to see her kind of be the bitchy Jamie Lee again. Yeah, she was, uh, and she was good in that role too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Gemini Man. Everybody's just kind of like, yeah. Nah. Gemini Man. I told you I had to reach for oh, these. Fuck that movie. Because I didn't, I'm not watching the, all the other movies that, mm-hmm. you know, were Oscar worthy or whatever. Like Judy? We are going to separate ourselves from the Oscars at some point. Oh, by far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Namely in quality. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we, we separated a long time. <laughs> minus, minus stealing their, stealing their music. Yeah. Minus stealing their music and maybe a presenter or two. Yeah. Uh, okay, so <laughs> the last uh, nominee is Halle Berry for John Wick 3. Halle Berry. Halle Berry. And the Oscar goes to... And the sleazy goes to... Oh. <laughs> Kylie Curran, Dr. Sleep. She's good, you know, child actresses. Yeah. Actresses are always, they're always a little iffy, you know. I wanted this to be different, too, but uh, she was really good in that, I thought, and... Uh, Really good movie. I was shocked at how much I liked it. I like the scene where, uh, where like Ewan McGregor's kind of like taking her over, and she's in the van talking to the guy. Yeah, talking about how arrogant he is. Yeah, like you think you're gonna live forever? You won't even wear a seatbelt. Yeah, <laughs> bam. That was great. So, uh, I mean, does anybody else have uh, a, a standout supporting actress that's come to mind? Come on, Rob. Uh, the only thing I can think Mr. of is I not, waste time watching movies. It's really not even a movie. It's a TV show. So, I mean, I can mention that. that go ahead, motherfucker. <laughs> say it. Mention no, it. Because say something. Something. Go say ahead, something. motherfucker. We're not giving, individu- we're not giving individual awards to, to TV. So. Yeah. Uh, say Parker it. Go Posey ahead. From, Fuck her. Um, <laughs> Parker Posey Fuck playing Dr. Smith. Fuck Dr. Smith. Fuck her. Lost in Space. Fuck So, apparently, Hot Sauce is very upset right now. Fuck that character. Fuck that role. She's playing it perfect because I fucking hate her every time she's on screen. So she's doing her job, so yes. thank you, Parker Posey. Fuck her. I guess Fuck that role. That, that should be like the award. Like the Fuck, fuck her right in the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> sure. That should be that should be like the hot sauce category. Like the, the fuck you award goes to. Yeah, the fuck you award. <laughs> there you go. I knew you were going to say that, too. You did it on purpose. Let's hear that shit-eating grin over there the whole time, waiting, like loading it up. Fuck! I'm going to say it. Fuck, 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 fuck. Oh, Jesus, that was a long fuck. He was just loading it up. A lot of F-bombs right there. Just Mm -hmm. waiting for that, cocksucker. I know. Be all right. All right, so we're going to move on to our next category here, which is Best Documentary Series. And there was one that I really wanted to put in here, but it was made in 2017, and that was Abducted in Plain Sight. That was definitely the fucking craziest story I've heard in years. Yeah. Very what the fuck. But... We couldn't include it, so we're gonna, you know, give it the honorable mention. Um, so moving on, we're gonna announce the, you know, nominees. Conversation with a killer, the Ted Bundy tapes, 
The Confession Killer. That was a good one. I yeah, really a lot of people like to talk. Bikram Yoga Guru Predator. <laughs> I as sad as it is, I, I laughed a lot during that. Oh, Not yeah. at the Predator moments, but <laughs> him teaching the yoga classes. Telling people to shut the fuck up and bend backwards. And I'd never heard of this dude until yeah, that. Yeah. So uh Fire, the greatest party that never happened. Ja didn't, Rule. Didn't uh I think some candidate maybe. Like just hired one of the people who were involved with Boomer. the fire festival or something. Yeah, it might be. I think it's Boomer to do like uh, social media stuff or something. Uh, I think it was memes. the guy that was gonna suck dick for water. Didn't he get hired or something? <laughs> yeah, I don't know who it was. I thought I just heard I just, of that. I, I saw an article or something about. <laughs> I thought one of the fire the festival guys. The guy that was gonna suck dick for a semi truck full of Dasani. I think he got hired by somebody. Would you be like, uh, like, sir? I think uh, could I talk you into vote for Mike Bloomberg? Well, I don't know. Uh, what are you offering? <laughs> well. Uh, <laughs> There you go. There we go. That's what we need. I did. A, I did a lot of canvassing today, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little pick me up, real quick. All right. So, uh, the movies that made us very good, interesting docu series on a couple of uh, well, there's like four movies or something like that. I didn't watch. Those yeah, ones. I did enjoy the, the the toys that made us or whatever. Those yeah, are. the toys is still going too. Uh, and then Lorena. Off of uh, Amazon Prime, Lorena Bobbitt's story, which I thought was really interesting. I didn't know like well, that, that story will forever be interesting. You know, mm-hmm. the people that are you know have evolved past us and want to see something crazy. I guess like why would she do that? Why would he do that? Well, now you know very, why. Very nineties. Yes, it is. So, um, the winner of best documentary slash series goes to the confession killer. Truly a crazy story. Yeah, I never even heard of that until I watched the documentary. I'm like, this yeah, I, ne- I never heard of that guy. Well, they had he was in. Uh, they had him as one of the characters in uh, Mindhunter, I think. Did they really? Yeah, the Henry Lee Lucas. Mm. Oh, you know what? I think they did. And he they, wanted, but they didn't. They didn't quite go into it like like the series. He wanted candy to talk to them. He didn't wanted he? the pop or a certain something. A cig- or it was mostly cigarettes. Like he, they always give him like boxes. No, of we're talking about in the the show. Though. Oh, okay, in the show. Yeah, okay. he, wa- I think he was the guy. Was he, he in Mindhunter? I think so. Yeah, I he don't was, think he was because the time frame wouldn't match. He was in the first season, I think. No, no, I thought it was the second one. Was it the second one? Yeah. I thought they gave him like marshmallow cups or something like that. He was only in like one episode. Like they went to talk to him and he didn't really want to talk or something. Yeah. I, I vaguely remember that, but I didn't think that was him. I thought it was supposed hmm. to be the same guy. Huh, it may have been. It may well, have been. I mean, he was alive all the way up until like yeah. he wasn't he wasn't in it much. I think they just yeah. went to visit him like once. They like would have they, had to have talked to him because yeah. he was, oh. you know, the guy confessing to everything. Yeah, especially if he was talking. But yeah, it was like the way they go into it in the series, like how he's using information he's learning mm-hmm. from one guy to play against the other yeah. people, you know, just for the attention. And they're just leaving the books out for him just to read the shit. I like how, like, they showed video of him just walking around smoking Pall Malls. Like who? What other prisoner has that right to just walk Living around? The dream, he, man. He, he was, was he wasn't even locked up. Like the Celebrity. Pri- like the prison was just his house, and he just roamed around yeah. and smoked Pall Malls. And every time he saw the uh, crime, they would give him a milkshake. He's like, "I want a strawberry milkshake." You think he was like, "It's six o'clock. I'm really feeling like a strawberry milkshake." <laughs> yeah, let me, let me solve get this, this notebook crime. out and confess to one of these murders real quick. Let's solve this crime real quick. Yeah, that I mean, definitely crazy and. Um, I thought it was interesting that George Bush delayed his execution mm. because they just didn't know, like, they couldn't take him seriously. Right. I mean, the man was fu- a fucking liar and just admitting this shit. Yeah. 
But I mean, I guess you would admit to shit for a strawberry milkshake. Mm, no. I mean, if you were in jail. Oh, well, yeah. All right, so best cinematography in a movie. There's really not a whole lot on this list. But Joker. I thought Joker was, as much as I downed that movie and I wasn't impressed by it, I liked that, you know, they got the scene right of Gotham and yeah. the city looked really great. Uh, the time period, you know, very 80-ish looking, but could have been another time. Yeah. Uh, then we've got Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That was really good. They had the streets done well. And, I mean, it really looked like they were back in the... Mm-hmm. They even went up and they, they, they redid some of, like, the restaurants and stuff to look like yeah. the stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean the cars that they had in there. I mean it was, it was just a lot of quality put into that. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, I, you know Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker. They had the amazing shots and uh, all the different uh, quality that you get there in the background and whatnot. But there really wasn't a whole lot of movies to choose from on this one. I thought I feel like there was a couple movies I didn't get to see. Like I, I'm sure Little Women looked really good. Yeah, and it's period piece and all that, but. I, I'm not going to watch that. So I think there was only one movie for this category that really needed to be here. And the winner is you want to you want to announce it, Mr. PBS? It's the Joker. Yeah, it's the Joker. It just I mean it really it really regardless of what you feel about the movie, I think most people admit that it, it looked really good. It was very yeah. well put together. Yeah, they definitely definitely did their uh, did their due. What's his face did a. Uh, did a good job on that. What's his uh, Tom Todd Phillips. Todd Todd Phillips, and he was the he's the Hangover guy, right? Yeah. So he went from doing comedy. He to said doing he was a- he, he was on Michael Moore's podcast, and he was kind of talking about it. And he said that I think he was at the premiere of one of his other movies. He was and he was outside for some reason. He didn't he couldn't watch it or something. And he he actually called like one of the studio executives or somebody and said, "Hey, I got this idea for the Joker movie because there was some big." advertisement for Avengers or something up behind him. And he says, I got, I got this kind of idea. Like, he called the guy, and the guy called back like 30 minutes and said, hey, I think we can do this. So it was like, you know, because those uh, Hangover movies made like a ton of money. So he's back to the point where if he wants to kind of do something and it's got a good idea, he can get some play with it. So Okay. Yeah, well, and then apparently they've signed on to do another Joker movie, too. Yeah. So I don't know how good that's going to be. Yeah. What do you think? This was supposed to just be a one-off. It's no storyline. It's just a movie we wanted to make to do it, but it was so goddamn successful. Let's milk it a little bit. That's what you do. Yeah. Let's milk it a little just bit. Just like The Quiet Place. They weren't going to do it. just standalone movie, and now they're making a sequel. By the way, did you guys see the picture of Robert Pattinson in the bat suit? Yeah. I have Is seen it posted the, a million times, or and the it video. does nothing for me. That... It looks like shit. If you watch the video, he looks really small in that looks, suit. <laughs> yeah. And then they 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 uh you know they obviously screenshot the pictures or whatever. They're showing the pictures, and he looks kind. Of, they're like close up, so he looks a little bit bulkier. But it just looks like a skinny guy in riot gear, <laughs> if you ask me, with a cape and cow. Yeah. People, I guess there's like a, the theory online is that he he. It's totally there's totally nothing to go on. But people have suggested that, like, uh, the the bat symbol in his suit is made out of the gun that killed his parents. Oh, really? It's like the theory online. Wow. Even nobody, nobody, nobody really buys it. But I don't know. Somebody out there. I hope not. Yeah, but, I mean, but it looks well, the, the really... symbol looks like it could be like 
you could pull it out. Maybe it's like some kind of tool. It looks or mechanical yeah. of yeah. some sort. Yeah. But that's sort of the thing going on online. <laughs> like, okay, sure. Yeah, whatever. Somebody made a joke like, well, why don't we just make the whole suit out of stuff? Make <laughs> make, make the cod piece out of the sewer grate that his mom's pearls fell through or something. Wow. <laughs> Go for it. Wow. That's, fu- that's fucking terrible, man. Yeah. All right. So, best horror slash thriller movie. Yeah. When the whole lot in this category. Um, I could be missing out on something here, but do you guys remember a whole lot of horror movies this well, year? Well, if you left it up to producer to put it together, then you probably lo- missed a lot of shit. Yeah, we don't have track. the best producer here. He, we don't. He can't name it, dude. Look at he can't yeah. name one. I can't hardly name any. Come on, man. You got us. You got Doctor Sleep. You got um, it. Chapter two. It. Chapter two. Us. He's hung up on it. Chapter two. He said that several times. Yeah. Like, that's the only thing I can really think of. That clown Pennywise must have gotten his brain. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so the nominees for best horror slash thriller movie are Ready or Not. Uh, hiding, it was a hide and go seek movie. We actually went and saw that. Rob, it was so, entertaining, and you couldn't fucking remember it. Yes. There you go. But it had what's her face in it from uh, oh the one Netflix movie. It was a horror movie too. I can't remember her name. I forget what that one. Babysitter. Oh, that's right. Yep. He can't remember shit today, I dude. He's can't, just, damn. Uh, and then Dr. Sleep. Then, of course, Robzilla's favorite movie, It Chapter 2. Oh, it cha- I forgot It Chapter 2. Did you? I thought you did. Did that have Did that have Dr. Smith in it? Dr. Smith wasn't in that one? No. No, Parker Parsi wasn't. <laughs> so. Hot sauce is pretty broken up, I thought. All right. And then the final nominee is Us from Jordan Peele. Which phenomenal movie there? Can't, I can't believe Rob's not going to mention Midsummer. I did watch that. Oh, he watched it. He, he watched, watched it, it, but he couldn't put it down for a nominee. I said Midsummer. When? Earlier. <laughs> like in the car earlier, but yeah, she didn't you, say it. When could I was you imagine the list Rob Zilla doing something on record, like like being part of a deposition or something? Jesus, like sir, Christ. can I can I play this piece of video back from you from thirty minutes ago? Like they'd have to throw him out because he's not credible. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's like the guy in the trial, you know, where there's like some scandal. Like I do not recall that. It's like, well, it's Rob Zilla. He probably doesn't really. Remember. He's like our attorney general uh, bar yeah, or whatever. I don't recall having that conversation. Rob, we got it Rob, right here. Rob's the go-through man for all this illegal stuff because he can't remember anything. Yeah. I don't know if he said it in those exact words. Sir, Sir are you fucking serious? You just said it. I don't remember that. <laughs> Sir, where did they are hide the sure? body? I, I couldn't point it out to you on a map. Yeah. <laughs> Rob, do you want to announce the winner? And the winner is Dr. Sleep. I thought he was going to say it, chapter two. <laughs> I, I really did. He wanted to. I thought he was going to be like, uh, what were no. the nominees again? Doctor Sleep. What was my choices? And I got to say, Mr. PBS let me borrow this, This uh, was it last Sunday? And I watched it Sunday night. Man, I, I just, I really dug this movie. It was really cool. I think, I mean, I, I slept on it too. I didn't I didn't catch it when it was in theaters. I, I wish I would have watched it I, in theaters. And, I, I, you know, a lot of people like on, on uh, Twitter and my Facebook just kind of kept bringing it back up. And I finally checked because I, you know, it's based on a Stephen King book that's a sequel to, you know, a 30 year old book, 40 year old book almost at this point. I'm kind of like, eh, going into it. But a, a lot of people kind of kept coming back to it. I'm like, because I, I, I bought it uh, without seeing it. I don't usually do that with a lot of newer movies. It has to be something I kind of know I'm going to want to rewatch. But that one, it was good. It was better than I thought it was going to be. Ewan McGregor was really good in it. The story was good. I like, 
I think some people were kind of complaining that it was a little too long, but you know, I kind of grew up watching those Stephen King '90s miniseries, so I kind of I, I expect a Stephen King movie yeah. to be two plus two and a half three hour movie. You know, shit. The longer and the shittier, the black and white, you're golden. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not a fan of the the Shining. I've said that. I always thought it was a weird movie. Mm-hmm. It's not. I, I don't hate it, but I don't love it. Oh, it's just kind of in the middle on it, you know. Mm-hmm. And I like that the sequel expanded upon the Shining and kind of really got a little bit deeper into it and explained it a little mm-hmm. bit more. And then you find out that there's this whole other set of people that feed off of people that have the Shining. Mm-hmm. And they call it something else. They call it steam. steam. Like steam. I've, 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 I've been a little more surprised, especially given the way things like Marvel are doing, that somebody hasn't come along and done like a, a the King verse or something, because even in his books, there a lot of them are connected, and even his son Joe Hill, who's writing books now, even some of his books are kind of connected to that. So I, I'm just surprised that more some company hasn't come out and. Even if it's just like a character in a movie, you know, they've done the Hulu Castle Rock series where it's trying to kind of uh, do that. But I've just been more surprised that a company hasn't come out and said, hey, we're going to make all these King movies and they're going to be you know, the Castle Rock stories, the Dairy stories. And it's just, I don't know, kind of surprising. Yeah. Uh, solid movie, though. I think it's well deserving of the award. And uh, it's tough to go. To beat us out, I think. I thought us was really good. I mean, Jordan, Jordan Peele knows his horror movies. You know, even if you go back and watch uh, Key and Peele, there was a couple Halloween episodes. And I remember there was one joke about like a bunch of guys at a frat house around a table and it would have like some, one of those like grudge Japanese ghosts would like come up and be all weird behind them. And they're just like, ah, it's just a roommate. Just shut up. Go away. <laughs> and it was And it was funny, but it was clear that whoever was doing that understood the horror stuff where it was coming from. So um, I think I think he's lined up to do his next movie also, or he's getting. Well, he's. I think uh, p- producing or co-producing Candyman. That it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, 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 yeah. I think he's also part of that the uh, the Amazon Nazi Hunter series or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah he's producing okay. that. I believe. Yeah. I think that looks really good. By the way, I think they're yeah. working on another Twilight Zone season, maybe. I didn't watch the first one yet. I, 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 I want to check it out. I watched half of the first episode, and then I was like, I got to watch Picard. <laughs> this is the only reason why I got this. Right. That and Star Trek Discovery. Um, so I think we're ready to move on to the next award. And this is Best TV Streaming, uh, Best TV slash Streaming ser- uh, Series. So it could be on TV. It could be on... But we they're really, to me, the streaming services have kind of outshined uh, regular TV. So, I mean, I really can't say that there's actually one show on here that's on regular TV. We should have given Hot Sauce a category. Show you started to watch, but you're most pissed off that they canceled. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ooh. So are you going to give out, like, a, a sleazy for best hot sauce? I can. Go for it, man. Uh, on the spot? <laughs> on the spot. Fuck. Or do you need a couple of words to think about it? Yeah, let me think about it. All right. We'll give you to the end of the show. I, I, right. I'm upset. We should the sleazy for missed opportunity goes to Rob Zilla. He could have he could have hit hot sauce over the head right there. Like, oh, you don't know what a hot sauce? Is? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but no, he just over he could have gave you oh, some okay. shit there. He's over there texting. What? <laughs> no. what category? What are we doing now? Hot sauce in, in chapter Which two. One? Which one? <laughs> All right. So the nominees are Jack Ryan on Amazon Prime, The Boys for Amazon Prime, Yes, Stranger Things Netflix. Whoop, whoop. 
Game of Thrones, HBO. True Detective, HBO. And Barry, HBO. So, I mean, we we really talked up True Detective a lot on this show. Wait, wait a minute. You, did, you didn't put it on there? What? You didn't put Chernobyl on there? Chernobyl is a limited series. So, do you have a category for limited series? We have a category for limited series because there was two limited series that were really good this year. Okay. Makes sense. I did mention that, so and so. You did mention that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, if Chernobyl wasn't in another category, it makes a. It would totally be in this. The difference between an ongoing show and a limited series. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. So. Uh, yeah, we talked up True Detective a lot in this. Season three was was pretty pretty phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Uh, Gave they, Stephen Dorff his career back. Yeah. Yes, he got a show off of that pretty much. And uh, the lead guy who's got the kind of funky name that I can't remember, he's going to be Blade now. Yeah, Well, yeah. he's. I mean, he won an Oscar. You know, he was last in that year, Moonlight or whatever. I think. Um, was he in Moonlight? I think and, so. And then he won for uh, the other movie with uh, what's his face the. Uh, Oh, he was in the what you call it, the Tower movies, the uh, uh, um, Lord of the Rings. He was in the Lord of the Rings movies. V- oh, Vito. Vigo Green Book. Yeah, Vigo. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, Green Book. They won for Green Book too. Yeah, Vigo Mortensen. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we talked that up. I mean, Game of Thrones was on its last season, and you could tell it was a little rushed, and then it pissed a lot of fans <laughs> off too. Lots. Had one of the dumbest fucking endings I think I've ever, besides Dexter. <laughs> I mean, I it rivals Dexter's ending, if you ask me. Uh, and then uh, The Boys was a very outstanding new show. I can't wait for the ne- next season of that. That's done. Yep. I don't know when they're going to release it, but... Probably maybe beginning of summertime, probably again. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Well, that you just, know, that's what his sources tell him. A great producer says... Hold on, let me find that info out. Hold on, let me find that info out. <laughs> let me get back to you on that. Okay, so while Rob Zilla is looking for info. I have tried to defend this motherfucker <laughs> so hard. Like, you can't be that mean to someone. And then I come here week after week, and it's like, I'm going to beat his ass. <laughs> that's very uh, that's very hostile. Yeah. I didn't say anything about beating your ass, but... Okay. Just to knock some sense into him. I'm not, I don't want to hurt him. I just want him to think twice, like, damn, I must have done something stupid. Maybe I should look that up when they're kind of hinting things at me. <laughs> I was thinking about it, but I don't know. We should get him, like, a 10-inch tablet. I'm going to put a fucking shot collar around his fucking throat, <laughs> so every time he's like, he'll start to, like, train, and you'll hear that buzzer, and he'll know, like, oh, here it comes. Oh, here it comes. Here comes some information. Yeah. Eventually, you'll hear, Fuck! Fuck! I'm out. No. Fuck this shit. I'm out. All right then. <laughs> he ain't going nowhere. He can't leave. Yeah. He can't leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, poor oh, Rob. Poor Rob. Anyway, and the winner is the winner is Stranger Things season three. Season three. I thought they they really topped their first two seasons. Uh, it wasn't really hard to top the second season, but they came back and they made the third season much better. Uh, it was so cool seeing the mall and all the old stores they had in the mall. Like, uh, what was it? Was Sam Goody one of the stores that they had in there? I believe so. Uh, yeah, it just brought back a lot of memories of being in the mall as a kid. And, uh, obviously, the duet at the end of the series with uh, 
what's his face and his girlfriend that they, everybody thought was pretend. Uh, the never ending story. Yeah. Why are you looking at me all sinister for, dude? Yeah. I wasn't looking at you. I was getting ready to say. You looked at me because I fucking. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm looking at you and listening so to you. What did you find? What did you find? It said it, there's no release date. It said mid 2020 was the release date for for the boys. So, so summertime. So it was summertime, like I thought it would be. Okay. He's like, don't worry about the facts. My guesses are as good as the facts, guys. <laughs> Jesus. Lord have mercy. <laughs> is is this our time to like go to commercial break and hear uh All right. So we're gonna move on to the next uh category. Is that okay with you, Robzilla? Sure. I, w- I wasn't sure if you wanted to include a guess of some sort into that what what i want i want rob's other to guess what the next category is best horror it's not up on the big screen (laughs) i don't know so he can't he can't look i don't know which one i'll I'll be looking at the screen i can't tell from here (laughs) all right the the next category is best sci-fi slash comic adaptation series go ahead okay (laughs) <laughs> you didn't have. You're like looking like you want to say something, no, and you're I'm not saying something. anything. <laughs> Dude, I'm ready to go the fuck home. It's <laughs> getting ridiculous. All right, so the nominees are the boys, Lost in Space, Star Trek Discovery, and The Expanse. Now we just talked about the boys. Mm. We, we all we all loved it pretty much. Uh, Lost in Space. I think it's the best sci-fi show out there. Star Trek Discovery, it's good, but it's a darker take on Star Trek. The Expanse, uh, the Expanse is definitely one of the like uh, most like accurate sci-fi. Like they try to keep it true to science and whatnot. So I mean, it's kind of hard to pick this one. There wasn't a whole lot of uh, comic book shows out this year besides like The Boys, pretty much. And yeah, uh, oh, what was the one Netflix show? Did that come out this year? Umbrella Academy, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I just I forgot about it because everything else outshined it, kind of. Mm. But the winner is Lost in Space. I think it's the best sci-fi show. It really is. I mean, uh, it's got it's got one of the best actresses on there playing Doctor Smith. See, you I didn't say that. Your coaster. <laughs> hey, you can do that. I don't care. No, I mean, I I think it's just it's well made. The uh, yeah, the, like the CGI, all the stuff looks good, uh, especially this season. Like the first two episodes you mentioned when we did our uh, talk about it, where they're trying to get off the electrical storm planet. Right. I mean, that could have been a movie by itself. Oh yeah, yeah you know. And it looks fucking stunning in 4K. <laughs> Does it now? This show looks fantastic in 4K. You know, it, I was kind of thinking, like since you mentioned Discovery, uh, I felt like. Uh, this is almost the sh- more of a Star Trek show than some of the Star Trek shows are right now, in the, in their own way. Just because yeah. the, the Star Trek shows now are trying to, you know, make make this a little different from the older shows and be a little you know newer, a little, little edgier, throwing some f bombs and that yeah. kind of thing. But I, I felt I felt like, you know, I I felt like Lost in Space is you know everybody's working together. You know, even even when you got the bad guys, they're kind of working. Some together. of them are trying to work together. 
Someone's just a fucking cunt sometimes. That's Dr. Smith, though. Even cunts have to survive. Yeah. But yeah, and it gets, I don't want to say too much because hot sauce is still catching up, but. Even the original Dr. Smith was a dickhead and would fuck shit up all the time. But not to this extent that I can remember. Yeah. He was more of a bumbling idiot and just get into shit or like, I'm going to do something, but not actively trying to fuck people up. He didn't kill anybody from what I remember, but maybe in the movie he did, but not in the. uh, And if he did, it wasn't on purpose. You know, in the movie, he was played by Gary Oldman, wasn't he? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Gary Oldman plays everything so good. Man, they should. He needs a lifetime achievement award at some point. I thought they gave him one. I thought some one of the institutes gave him one in the last couple of years. Yeah, maybe next year we'll get we'll do a lifetime achievement award for Gary Oldman. Mm-hmm. He's played some really sleazy characters. Yeah, yeah. He he's always he's always playing a bad guy unless it's in Batman. So, in RoboCop, he was a good doctor in that one. Was he? Yeah, I always forgot he was that. the in the in the new RoboCop. He was the doctor responsible for the robotic arms and stuff. <laughs> so. But you don't like Doctor Smith, huh? Can't fucking stand. I understand, it. but you like you like you like the show though. I love the show. I think the show's great. Yeah, I like the uh, pilot. Or well, he's not really a pilot in this one. He's a mechanic. Mm-hmm. Don. Don. Yeah, yeah. Don's a good character in this one. He gets he gets a nice little arc in this. In this Does season. he? And, yeah, I like that they didn't make him a, a pilot this time because Don is like a military fighter pilot in the originals and mm-hmm. in, in the movie too. Well, you know, it would kind of because that's kind of what the parents are. Like the dad in this one, he was like an ex-military now, yeah. and yeah, all that. Yeah. and all that. Yeah, so. it would have been a little too redundant. It's like they changed like the responsibilities up yeah. per you know family member. Yeah. Like Judy's the the actual doctor in this one, whereas the doctor was Doctor Smith. Mm-hmm. You know, so it all kind of works out. I think it's a fine fine show. Looking forward to season three. All right, so best limited series is what we're on to next, and. There's uh, obviously there's more of these that are out there, but there's two that really come to mind for me, and that's Chernobyl on HBO and Unbelievable on Netflix. I thought Unbelievable was pretty was pretty good. It had really good acting in it. Um, and if we had categories for TV acting, uh, de- there would definitely be some awards handed out for that show. But the winner of this one is obviously Chernobyl. I thought Chernobyl was one of the better shows that came out this year. Mm-hmm. There's a few of these limited series that I still want to see, like Watchmen and everything. Yeah. But, but I mean, Chernobyl is just so good. Yeah. yeah. I, just, I don't even, you know. I, I, I mean, you know what's going to happen, and yet it's some of the best, like, it's almost could be like a horror movie, the way the first couple episodes are shot. Yeah, it really could be. And, like I said, you know what, what is going to happen. You know what's happening to these people. Oh, I mean, well, you see some of those characters, especially earlier in the episodes. And you look at him like you're dead. And yeah, you don't even you're done. know. Yeah, you're <laughs> you fucking even done, know buddy. Like the guy that picks up the graphite, you know, the firefighter. Almost it's like all those firefighters, are like oh. put that shit down, dude. Yeah, uh, and it, it makes your heart go out to the firefighters. They yeah. were there just doing their job, and little did they know they were fucked. <laughs> <laughs> then you know, Mother Russia putting in the the draft to put all these people to clean that shit up. I mean. Like a hundred seconds. And we'll never know up. how many people truly died in that because nah. they didn't release the full numbers. They just had a story now that uh, I guess there's some fungus growing in Chernobyl that it eats radiation. It's eating or the radiation right? away. Oh. Yeah, I read that article the other day. That's an interesting article. Yeah, uh, but it, and it's kind of interesting because they want to study that fungus too because they don't know if it'll make a type of fuel or yeah. something like that. But uh, that's interesting that it's it's just in there. 
and it's eating up whatever's left in there. In the words of Jeff Goldblum, life uh, finds a way. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it does. Was that from Jurassic Park? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're just on the quotes today, aren't you? Killing it. What What's the shirt today? Oh, it's my it's my uh, Picard shirt. Tea, Earl Grey hot. Wow. I gotta say, I got around to trying some tea. Uh-huh. Earl Grey hot. Yeah, it doesn't really do anything for me. No. Maybe I don't know if it's I don't know if I'm making it wrong. I don't know if my my tea kettle's not the right or something, but it, it just tasted like paper bag water. Paper bag water. Yeah, like, like a little tea bag. You know, like that's yeah. what I imagine most tea tastes that's like. About what tea tastes like, unless you get something that's really aromatic, like yeah. something really like jasmine or like a peach Some or something. Some citrusy like thing. Yeah. 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 So I'm I, not I, a big tea fan. I want to go to like a, a real tea place and get me like a real tea or old gray hot. Starbucks. Just, just. Well, uh, but some place where I'm going to know, like, <laughs> did you guys make this right? Did you use the right everything? You know, just so I can be like, like, yep, this tea sucks. I'm done. Go <laughs> to, um, go to. I'm, I mean, I'm sure there's some little fucking authentic little hipster yeah. tea shop, but go to Bubbles. Yeah. Bubbles Tea and Juice. There's <laughs> one in the North Market. And I think they got. A, I think there's one up in Tuttle. Yeah, they're in a couple malls. Go to Bubbles. Bubbles does a pretty good job with stuff. Let's try that out. They they make a lot of like in house drinks. Like you can get fresh made like blueberry mint lemonade. Mm. It's got like sprigs of mint in it and blueberries in it. They good stuff. Go to <laughs> Bubbles. Put that on the list. Remember that for me, there, Zilla. Yep, Bubbles. Okay. All right, this next category is all Rob Zilla because he's the king of shittiest movies. <laughs> so, it's your time to uh, shine, baby. It's your time yeah. to shine. You My got the nominees. Well, the only one I can I only have one because it's chapter two. <laughs> that would never be. Shooting. There's two on there. Yeah, six no. underground. Where's that? Where's okay, that? Um, so we have six underground, and then we also underground six, six underground, whatever you want to call it. And then also I watched one today just because how bad he, it looked. He'd been saving this just for the show. <laughs> no. Oh yeah, I had it. It was sent to me by Tracy like a month ago. I was like, well, I can't really remember what shitty movie is like super shitty. So I looked at this movie. I was like, mm, this is going to take the cake. So it's called the the philosopher uh, the philosopher pastor. So basically, it's a pastor. Who somehow he somehow gets the powers to be able to transform into a philosopher dinosaur, and he goes on a killing spree and kills bad guys. He kills I, bad I, guys. I, oh, I, I saw pastor. this one making the rounds. Among some of the horror groups, like oh, I gotta check this out or something. Yeah, Jesus I, I Christ, I haven't seen it. I don't. We could make a better movie than this movie. Really, it's that bad. Yeah. Were the effects good when he turns into? A... Effect... No. <laughs> what makes so... you think we could do better? Because you see the production value on this every week, and this is just audio. And our production value is better than what they fucking do in a movie. Really? Yes. Oh. Put it that way. Okay. That sounds terrible. <laughs> oh. Exactly. All right. So okay. what was so, the runtime on that one? Zilla? Yeah, that was seventy minutes of my lifetime. I'll never get back. He knew it. He had it down too. I did. Yeah, because he wanted to make that, that joke. That, yep. that that was my gimme, right? That was a softball question. Yep. If he missed that one, I was going to have to like yep. walk out. Really? Well, man, <laughs> get the fuck out of here! All right, and this this is Mr. PBS's uh, sleazy that he's handing out, but this is Florida Man of the Year sleazy. Oh, we're doing Florida Man of the Florida Year. Florida Man of the Year. Yeah. So this was uh, Mayor of Port Ritchie, Florida. You know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of weird stories out there anymore, but I, I felt like we had to give it to this guy because he's an elected official that you kind of expect to have a certain level of you know decorum and you know you, you know he's a title person he's a mayor of a city and you don't expect the SWAT team to have to come and like 
what, what do they call that? Like extricate or <laughs> extract? Out, extract out of his home, you know, and shooting at the SWAT team and running a. Was he an unlicensed doctor? He had lost his license, lost but his was license. still practicing out of his house. <laughs> so I think we had to give it to him. You know, there was also, I believe, the follow up story where whoever replaced him as mayor also got in trouble with the cops. So I think I think Port Ritchie is really the like the 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 the, um, the epicenter, the patient zero of of the Florida madness. Yeah, so Port Ritchie and, and, and Doctor, he he gets he gets the Florida man story. You know, it's you know there's meth heads everywhere, and you know every week there's a new meth story and and all that. But you know, public official, he he gets it. He gets yeah. to be our he gets to be ours. When we're talking about a mayor, <laughs> that's sleazy that's... Florida man of the year. Yep, yeah. he's he's got a sleazy. So, Florida man of the year. We'll have, to, we'll have to send it to him in jail or wherever he's at now. Yeah. If he moved to Alabama or some state. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next sleazy award is shittiest producer of the year. And that goes to Rob Zilla. Woo! Yeah. Good job, buddy. I'd like to thank God for bringing me in this world to be a piece of shit. <laughs> Runaway. <laughs> Runaway winner, hands down. <laughs> Hands down, no doubt about it. What was the other it. nominees? Oh, yeah, nobody. Nobody. Do they have I'm some of that, you know, that music that the Oscars play when they want to play you off and get you to quit talking? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. As soon as Rob goes, I'd like to thank... I'm like, waiting on him to give a vegan speech like, uh, what's his face? <laughs> Just cut the mic on Joaquin him. Phoenix. Yeah. We quit killing all the animals and go And then they take vegan. the cow's baby away from the mother? It's like, God, And dude. make it into a fucking delicious burger patty? <laughs> well, they raise it first. I did whatever. I don't fucking care. All right, so we haven't done the Instagram hottie of the month for a couple months and just kind of got lost at the end of the year there. We weren't really uh, fully staffed or whatever, and this kind of always goes back between me and hot sauce because we're the ones that look at the hot chicks. Mm. You guys don't seem to have a fancy for it for whatever reason. No. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, I asked Hot Sauce, uh, "Who do you think it should be?" And you know, we were both kind of like, "I don't know." So I just picked one. Just so random. There yeah, you go. this was one I wanted to pick for a Hottie of the Month for a while. So I'm just going to give her the year. Hold on a minute, you hadn't even picked her as Hottie of the Month? No. Oh Jesus, you can't give it to someone that wasn't Hottie of the Month. <laughs> oh, I thought Jesus, that was a Hottie oh, of the shit. Month. She would have gotten it if we had picked a December and November. <sighs> So, all right. She had to be. She had to have been because even I, even I'd heard her name. Even yeah. I kind of knew who she was. Okay, all right. And we we have shared pictures. So, uh, Courtney A. Stodden. That's on her Instagram account. Check her out. She's kind of uh, got the Marilyn Monroe look. Probably a little bit bigger in the chest than Marilyn Monroe, but uh, apparently she's twenty five. Uh, we would have never have guessed that. <laughs> I didn't know that. She's a all. rough looking twenty five, but <laughs> but she's the best one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's no shame in in looking a little bit older. But I would have never guessed she was twenty five. She just she looks a little bit older than that. Well, that's what happens when you when you marry those fifty year olds or whatever. I yeah, <laughs> is that what you said on her one if profile? If I read it correctly, she was sixteen and married a fifty one year old. Wow, who lets that? Who lets their 16-year-old Mary at 50-year-old. trying to get those benefits. If I read it uh, correctly. Wow, well, that's, that's that's it's not like it was some random 51-year-old. It was probably a rich 51-year-old. A rich 51-year-old, yeah. Old, yeah. yeah. A CEO, a company or some shit. No, but I, I, I'm just going to give her the award. I don't I'm really... I'm not going to take too much time and study whatever and right. 
debated or whatever like that. So her Wikipedia page goes into some information about what she does. You know, model, media personality, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, after competing in beauty pageants in her home state of Washington and releasing her own original music, then 16-year-old Stodden came to international attention when she married the 51-year-old actor Doug Hutchinson in 2011. Oh, okay, I didn't. I, I remember. I was thinking of this story, but I didn't realize that was her. Who is Doug Hutchinson? Uh, you'll kind of recognize his face, if not his name. He Doug was, Anthony Hutchinson's character actor, yeah. uh, disturbing antagonistic characters. Ob Jameson in the '88 film The Chocolate War, Sproles and Fresh Horses. Oh, you son of a bitch. He's fucking Percy in the Green Mile. The little weasel dick. You'd, you'll recognize his face if you look it up. Yeah, it's Percy yeah. in the Green Mile. The what's, little weasel. What's that, his name, Doug? Doug Hutchinson. Because this was a big story when it you happened. You watched the Green Mile, right? I think I think there the, was... It, was he the... Um, he's the little weasel one that fakes dips the sponge in the water. That so that they, Yeah. Oh, really? Percy. Wow. Oh, yeah. Look, there's pictures of them together. I thought, I thought they even made like a reality show out of it at one point or something. Really? Yeah. Or at least it was like, it was on like one of those like E whatever all the time or something. Okay. That guy's creepy anyways. Horace Goodspeed and Lost. 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 Wow. Yeah. At the age of 51, he received widespread criticism when he married 16-year-old singer Courtney Stodden. So I, didn't, I didn't realize that was the same person, but I, cause I, cause I, I was thinking about that story when you said something about her marrying Yeah, 51. Lost is Doug Hutchinson. Yeah, so he wasn't Lost, huh? He was, a, he was her teacher. Yeah. She it, was an which, acting student. In, in all those pictures they show she them was an together, student. in all those pictures they show them together, he always, he looks like pale and skinny, <laughs> like he was on some drugs or something. Well, and she was just like, okay. I'm sure he gets his fair amount of exercise with her, so. And he's probably an alcoholic, right? Yeah, yeah and alcoholic on top of that, cokehead. Mm. I imagine she probably does some drugs with him, but well, I didn't. That's she's young though. Like, wow, crazy, sleazy even. And then you know, <laughs> I'm gonna give oh, a sleazy boy. out to the contributor of the year, Chris Miller, because he really did come up with the Instagram hottie of the month. It used to be weak, and then it was just like we got to dial this back. <laughs> you know, I mean, he was putting there's in not, some, there's not nearly not enough, enough thoughts yeah, out there to come up with yeah, one every there's week. Not nearly yeah. enough uh, half naked women on Instagram. Yeah. No, and, and he was dedicated too. He's like, I got this one right here, man. Yeah, yeah. He would. Oh, he would submit them. Where are they? Where the fuck have they been then? <laughs> he hasn't been submitting them for Why? whatever reason. I don't know. He just yeah. kind of he uh, did did his thing, you know. You know, Hot Sauce's wife had had the idea of uh, giving us the male hottie of the month, but she never submitted any. She did not do that. No, I said I would read it off, and I would say she picked them. Probably just got sick of turning me in every week, and you'd never read it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna move back now, and we're we're nearing the end here. We're nearing the end, but. Uh, I'm going to give you guys one to think about. Best director. And we'll do that in a little bit. Okay. And Kyle's like thinking hard. This is all you, buddy. I'm going to go with whatever you pick. Yeah, that's, that's, I'm, I'm deferring. And you know, Rob's already deferred to you. So <laughs> I know who Artie's going to pick. I'm deferring on that one. Who's he going to pick? Artie. I don't know. Marty. I like, I like the Irishman, but he will. But uh, he will shut up. He will. He's he's looking. He's looking shut up now. All right, let me get my hot sauce one in there. I thought about it. All right, 
Um, I have. I'm. I'm gonna give you some nominees, and I'm gonna give you my favorite and tell you why. The nominees, and this is really hard for me. One of them is Palo Alto Firefighters Pepper Sauce Double X Habanero. Okay, that's one of my favorite sauces. Allegheny City Farms Taco Sauce, Yellowbird Habanero Condiment, and I'm gonna only just give you the three there. My top three kind of, but my number one is the Allegheny City Farms taco sauce, only because it was a new product that just came out this year. Allegheny? Allegheny City Farms, yep. Tom Mata, the owner, he came out with a taco sauce for a taco festival. He's based out of Pennsylvania. So you have a Twitter account? Um, I don't know if he has a Twitter Inst- account. Instagram? Allegheny City Farms. Okay. that's Everything is Allegheny City Farms. But um, he had done a uh, taco show and came up with this taco sauce and just didn't have any idea how it would sell, and it just fucking blew out. He only wow. had a couple of – he was selling it at the show, and then he had a couple bottles left that he put up on his website for sale, instantly sold out, and he was like, man, I think I kind of need to start making this, and it's been one of his better sellers. Okay. All right. Man, you're just so passionate about that hot sauce. I love that's, hot sauce. That's why we call you hot sauce. I love them. Okay, so we're going to move on to Best Actress. Uh, again, there there wasn't a whole lot of uh, standout performances this year. I didn't think that are uh, our form of entertainment, I should say. But the nominees are Anna De Armas for Knives Out, Scarlett Johansson Marriage Story, Daisy Ridley for Star Wars: A Rise of Skywalker. And then we also have Charlize Theron for Bombshell. So I'm just going to go ahead and announce the winner. The winner is Charlize Theron. So she did a really good job in Marriage Story. And like I said, it's not really Who? what Charlize Theron. Or not Charlize Theron. Scarlett Johansson. Whoa. Sorry. You got me caught up. Mixed. Whoa. <laughs> got him there. Yeah, you got me. Uh, Scarlett Johansson, Marriage Story. That's the winner. There we go. Clear that up. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, it's not really a story that everybody can get into, but I think a lot of people can relate to, obviously, because everybody's been through a breakup or whatever, not necessarily a divorce. But her and Adam Driver really put on a, a clinic in that. It's a it's a good movie if you're into the acting side of movies and whatnot, performances anyways. Okay, so we're going to do Best Actor now? Do we want to give him his producer so he can close out with a bang with the actor in the movie? Or you want to do the producer very last? What now? You mean the director? A director. Director, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting on him. He hasn't really come forward and said he's got one yet. Because he's been studying. Unlike the producer, when you give him a task and he just sits there and it goes, what? I gotta, well, I gotta we go. defer it to Kyle, so. I gotta, I gotta scroll back through my my letterbox here and see what I saw that I really like. Because I, I kind of hate picking out these awards, like I said. Because when we did our our like our top list of last year, I, f- I still feel like there's so many things I haven't seen that I wanted to see that I could put on a list, you know. And I know, I know it was it was a big deal that uh, Bong Joon Ho won the uh, won a lot of uh, this year for for Parasite. I told you the rule: he can't win a, a sleazy this year. <laughs> Why? He just can't because it wasn't it wasn't good. He didn't. He didn't it like, wasn't best picture worthy. I'll say that he didn't like all those subtitles. No, I like I like foreign movies, but it just 
I wasn't blown away by it. It wasn't as good as everybody said it was going to be. It had a nice little twist, but, I mean, other than that, I mean, you saw what was going to happen. So you saw Rob Zilla living in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I shouldn't say that as a person who lives in the basement. Right, man. Come on. But I can, I can let him have it. So what are you going to pick, man? You know, if I'm going to pick just one. you got to pick one director. I'm going to pick Ryan Johnson's Knives Out. Ryan really? Johnson's Knives Out. Like I said, you know, I, I liked, uh, you know, Scorsese and the Irishman. I like Quentin Tarantino and, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But I don't know. There's something about him. I feel like they were like one-time watches a lot. And I feel like Knives Out, he 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 wrote it. He directed it. It was the kind of movie that's like right up my alley. And it's kind of hard to pick a best director because it's such a uh, collaborative job, you know. Right. But when I think back on that movie, that was kind of the one I picked. It was just sort of it hit it hit all my boxes. It was a really good, entertaining movie. I mean, I had fun watching it too. Right. It is a rewatcher. Yeah. yeah. That's something that if I'm sitting on a Saturday, I'm gonna put that and not length considered. I'm gonna put that on before I would the other ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or I'm gonna pick that if they're if they're all three on. I'm gonna watch that again. I'm gonna and watch I, I thought because he he brought his A game. Like you know, you know, you expect a certain kind of movie out of Scorsese and Tarantino, and you got that. But I, I feel like he he's moving his way up. I don't think I don't think uh, Knives Out won a lot of. It was nominated for a lot, but I don't know if it won, got a lot this year. And I feel like it's kind of. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it my sleazy. Okay, look at that. It's the best director, Ryan Johnson, Knives Out. Uh, Best comedy series. I'm just going to mention this: The Righteous Ones. I'm going to throw that out there. The Righteous Gemstones. The Righteous Gemstones. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I got notes scribbled down here and writing half things down while we were trying to get our categories together earlier. Uh, the Righteous Gemstones, um, and that kind of beat out Barry to me, which Barry's really not really. It's comedy, but it's also drama too. It's a little bit more dark. A lot of those, a lot of series now are kind of, kind of starting to cross like that, you know, and, dramas and comedies, and uh, it it beat out uh, Paul Rudd's uh, uh, living, living with, with living with yourself. So, but I thought that was the funniest show I'd watched all year. So, The Righteous Gemstones. Yeah. Um, and then I don't think I have any other little sidebar awards to give out. He's gonna. He's gonna he's gonna do this, isn't he? He's, he's gonna skip like the one he gave me. Told me I had to study for it. He's just gonna skip right over. Oh, the yeah. score. Yeah, you gotta remember it. Uh, yeah, give us a score. So I had to go. Like this is another one. I felt like there's so many movies I didn't get to see that I, I would have liked to have seen. But I came up with my own little my own little quick list of nominees. This is the best score. Now, um, I for me it's kind of like what stands out. What do I, what's a score that I think about later? And I didn't necessarily have a lot of those, but I went back and, and YouTube's got uh, most of these scores on. If you got their their YouTube music, and I kind of read some other people's lists, like what what were they thinking? So uh, a couple I got on my list is um, Us, you know that the the tethered theme, yeah, which incorporates that uh, five on it. That that's really been kind of stuck in my head and, and stuck out. It's a nice kind of overall score. Uh, you know, we added John Williams' Star Wars score. This is going to be the last one because he's, I, I don't know if he's retired, but he's hes pretty much done with the Star Wars. So, you know, when you, when you got a John uh, Williams on the list, it's always good. Maybe we can sneak another Home Alone or something out right. of him. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he's like, he's almost 90 or something. So he's up there. So I, I would, he, he was, I don't think he scores a lot of movies outside of the Star Wars that he was doing. And I think he did a few for Spielberg, but I think, I think he's kind of done for the most part. 
somebody suggested uh, that uh, Shazam's score by Benjamin Walfish. I didn't see Shazam, but it's kind of got like that kind of orchestral superhero score that right. you don't always get as much anymore. Uh, there's a few others. Um, Knives Out had a really nice score. Lots of string-heavy kind of a mystery that, that really works. Yeah. Nice, like British feel to it. I like that one. That wasn't one I thought about a lot, but when I went back and re-listened to it, that, that was pretty good. Uh, I give my cue of the year to uh, Avengers Endgame. There was a cue called uh, Portals. And for me, like a score is really good when it brings you right back to a particular point in the movie. You know, think about... You know, the Raiders March from Indiana Jones, the Bond theme, stuff that takes you right back to a movie. And that's the point in the movie where I think it's after Tony snapped his fingers, like all the Avengers start showing up in the portals. The Avengers theme kind of really starts coming up. And that's kind of like, I, I can feel that one. So that's my cue of the year. But I know well, they, I they showed up before he snapped his fingers. Well, it's all the portals start showing up. Well, yeah. well I, I can't remember exactly what it was like. The Avengers that were left were showing back up or whatever. But that really kind of took me back to that moment. But the, but the one I'm going to pick, I don't know if Sleazy's going to like this one. I'm going to pick the score for the Joker. Joker. Okay. Now, don't ask me to tell you the guy's name, because it's, it's Hildur uh, something. I think he's Icelandic or something. He's done a lot of uh, Dennis Villanueva scores. But, you know, it's not just a score for that one, too. The soundtrack's good, because they got that score. I remember thinking about it during the movie. That's like, really bass-heavy and kind of menacing. But then you've got all those, you know, the crooner songs that play throughout the movie, the Sinatra or whatever. I said that the the music was probably the best part yeah. of the Joker for me. So I think so, you know, between I can agree with you on this between the cinematography and the music, and I kind of Joker won the Oscar for for best new score or best original score. So I almost kind of you know I don't like picking the one that's already won, but that that that's one of the other ones that stayed with me. The the two that stayed with me all year were Joker and Us. But and how do you pronounce that name again? Hilder or something or other. <laughs> <laughs> and you know it's a female, right? Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay, cool. I thought you said I thought you'd mentioned he in there, and I'm like, I, I just wanted to look to see if I could pronounce it. Oh. Playing a cello or something. No, there. That, I think that's what she's known for is a lot of that low uh, bass cello okay. stuff. So good for Hilder, however you say her last name. <laughs> don't they usually have like a pronunciation key on? The I was Wikipedia? looking. I looked it up in Wikipedia because I yeah, thought I don't w- see Wikipedia shit. usually has some sort of pronunciation, but it does not. All right, so. We have two two awards left, and that's Best Actor and Best Motion Picture. So, Best Actor. The nominees are Adam Driver, Marriage Story. Joaquin Phoenix, Joker. Robert Downey Jr., Avengers Endgame. Leonardo DiCaprio, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Daniel Craig, Knives Out. And of course, we got to throw this guy in here, Adam Sandler, Uncut Gems. I still need to hear his. He did a he he won the Spirit Award, I think, for Best Actor. Did he? I guess it was, he he gave like some profanity laced thing talking about how how the kind of artsy awards are needed even more than the Oscar. He didn't he didn't even get nominated for the Oscar. Yeah, no, he Best didn't. Actor, you know? No, I think he said if if he didn't get nominated for an Oscar for that, that he was going to make the shittiest movie he could make. Wow. <laughs> and he just signed like another five-picture deal with <laughs> yeah. Netflix. Jesus. So Lord. I can't wait to see what he makes. Uh, okay, so the winner, and I really, you know, we, I told you we weren't going to have Joaquin Phoenix on here and have a vegan ex- acceptance speech and all that and blah, 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 blah. 
But I'm going to go with Robert Downey Jr. for Iron Man. I mean, the body of work and just it coming to an end this year. Mm-hmm. And the the snap. Well deserved. The snap. I, mean, I am Iron if, Man. If you had to pick somebody that was the Marvel franchise, it, it's yeah. either him or it's Chris Evans, Captain America. But yeah. I, I feel it's Robert Downey Jr. He started he's all off. off. Yeah, he's yeah. And I mean, man, it's the beginning. The 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 hologram speech that he left and everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, the man can act. I mean, let's face it. I love you three thousand. Yeah, that's the phrase. And he gets no credit for it just because it's a comic book movie, and I think that's totally fucking wrong. Yeah. But what do you think, Hot Sauce? Yeah, I agree. Uh, <laughs> I agree with what you just said. Uh, so Everything. I, I love it. I uh, yeah, I, I pretty much feel the same way. You know, I really liked when he. Uh, he did that part, you know, when he's in his uh, scene six and the uh, he did that thing you mentioned you know, the already? second movie, you know, where he, where you know where he, he kind of just sat there and he gave that one line. You know, I really like that a lot. Rob's Which gonna, was that? He's gonna get up and smack the shit out of you. No, he ain't, <laughs> dude. He couldn't get up out of that chair quick enough. Oh, he's not, oh fuck, maybe he could. I oh, forgot. he's not in the uh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> Papasan's chair. Papasan's yeah. huh. is my kryptonite. Oh, now I'm looking. He ain't got no shoes on. I step on his feet. <laughs> he's already got it like. Mapped out how he's going to hit you before you can get it. He's doing that. Speaking of Downey Jr., he's doing that thing in Sherlock Holmes where like plays it out in his mind, like he's going to do this or that way. If I if I punch him right in the jaw and then make his eyes water and I can take a knee out. (laughs) I've only been sitting here yawning for an hour and ten minutes, so clearly I'm at a disadvantage. (laughs) I'm in his element. (laughs) He's lulled you to sleep and he's going to attack you. Yeah, you do it. That's that's his superpower. He's lulled you to sleep. Oh man, we've been all this time. We've been searching for Rob Zilla's uh, superpower. We just discovered it. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's how the movie ends. Like I've come up with this devious master plan. First, I'm gonna explode the sun. <laughs> Done. Game. Take over. him away, Dano. All right. So we really haven't picked a winner for this category. And the best motion picture. The nominees are the Irishman. Joker, Marriage Story, Knives Out, Avengers Endgame, Uncut Gems, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Now, because we haven't picked this, I'm going to let this go to a mutual uh, maybe vote or something here, or how we decide. That's a tough one. It really yeah. is. Yeah. So, Robzilla. I'm going to go Avengers Endgame. It's just the tying up with all the other Marvel movies. It's just the one epic movie. It's a hard choice to go with, but I'm going to go with Marvel's um, you know, Endgame, Avengers. Maybe. You know, if I have to pick out of what I've seen and out of what I feel, I got to say Joker. Joker? Yeah. I got. I got to say, Joker. Okay. If I'm, if I'm picking, you know, because you know it's, it's been the year of the class warfare. Mm, excuse me, the year of the class warfare movie with Joker and Parasite, and I got. I got to pick Joker. I really can do. Okay. Hot sauce. <laughs> I don't want to do this. <laughs> He's gonna pick Joker, and I'm gonna have to just say, "Fuck you, go home." <laughs> I don't want to do this. I think when they first came out and we watched them, I said Joker was my movie of the year. And then I think I may have revised it and said it was Irishman. To pick the winner of the best picture, though, I'm going to have to say Avengers Endgame. 
Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just because, I mean, to not piggyback on that fuck. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I'm... Dude, you don't understand what's going through my fucking mind when he says that. I'm like, God damn it. I gotta say, I gotta go with what Bob said. Fuck my life. It's not really fair to do that, but I mean, it brings 10 years of movies together. It closes it out. It ends... And it wasn't... I mean, it, it was the movie... That everyone wanted to see this right. year, right? And as a, even as a standalone movie, obviously the fucks didn't sit next to us when we first saw it. Didn't know what the fuck was going on. They still enjoyed it. Is that the Flash? Yeah, you didn't have to watch the last ten years of movies to be able to watch that movie and get involved in that story. Yeah, I, I even said I think when they came out that the, those two, uh, the, uh, what was the first one? First Avengers Inc. Uh, Infinity, Infinity War. War. Yeah. Infinity War and Endgame were just two really good sci-fi movies, mm-hmm. if, if nothing else. Yeah, you know, and like you said, I, I, I was actually eyeballing that. One, I'm not gonna lie, because I as agree. soon as he said it, man, I'm going, God, Danny goes, you know, and it just really brought everything together. I'm like, <laughs> the one fucking time out of the last 87 fucking episodes I've recorded over here, this motherfucker says something that makes sense, and I gotta agree with it. Yeah. Rob just killed <laughs> like and you know it's funny I haven't given my vote yet and it's not going to be the Joker yeah. but I was going back and forth between Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yeah and the Irishman but you guys have swung my vote wow to Avengers Endgame because it was like the most anticipated movie of the year it fucking delivered and like you guys said, it just brought a decade worth of movies together. And at what other point in the history of cinema is this going to happen again, maybe? Or has it ever happened? Yeah. And it's really something special. And like I said, we wanted to be different from the other award shows at some point. And I think we just cross that bridge. And I hate myself. <laughs> I absolutely fucking that's, cannot that's, live with that's myself That's the definition now. right there of the Sleazy Awards. Yeah. I pick this and I hate myself. Hossoff's going to leave with his head down tonight. Yeah, I will. But, absolutely. you know, it, it ties everything together. I mean, just like we mentioned with the cue, with the music, when all the Avengers come back and finally, right. you finally hear... On your right. <laughs> yeah, fuck, when, when, fuck Falcon. When, 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 <laughs> by the way. When, 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 guy. when, 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 uh, Captain America sticks his arm out and the hammer comes to him, yeah, you know, Thor says, I knew it. <laughs> yeah, we you know, I mean, and finally says it Avengers assemble yeah. after there's, all that. There's just so many special moments, and it all ends with I am Iron Man. Yeah, right? oh, I'm, that's so good. Wow, I think we just like, just like really just got somewhere there, you know, and. You might- I'm hurt, deeply hurt, <laughs> deeply fucking hurt. You know, it was the Russo. <laughs> Rob just just uh, like had a moment with you. Hot sauce's head like, exploded. Yeah. Like like succubus to me or something. <laughs> like he just stole the life from me. He, he like, took, he I took, took the, the steam, steam right out of you. Yes, he did, man. Steam. Like he just pulled my Rob- life force right out of my body. <laughs> Rob just like jumped on you, and he's just like, oh, let's torture him. The steam yeah, is just <laughs> just fucking so wrecked. Much better, he's in pain. <laughs> When you watch Doctor Sleep, you'll get that joke. Yeah, I'll get it. Because they're like, they're like torturing you and McGregor at one point, and you're like, what do they say? Like, fear makes the steam better. Right, right. <laughs> she's like sucking steam out of his mouth, and she's like, oh my god, it's so, so good much in there. No, but I mean, you know, 
that's the kind of movie that's not going to win the Academy Award for Best Picture. But the Rousseau brothers directed it well. It was well made. The CGI was good. The score was good. The acting was good. The story building up to it, the characters. Nothing about it was cheesy. Nothing right. about it no. was corny. There was, the there was humor no, wasn't It wasn't over the cheap. Top. It yeah. was... All, all the beats, for the most part, had been earned over yeah. years and 20 It was years. a phenomenal movie. And it, I think when you go to the movies, if you... If you go through every type of emotion that's possible, that's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, that movie, you went through every type of emotion probably that you can experience. You know, and it's it's a it's a movie for people who like going to the movies. You know, there's yeah. not you know Quentin Tarantino's got his fans, Scorsese's got his fans, but that was a movie for people who have been on this ride. Wow, Rob, just I'm proud of you, buddy. Oh. Thank Look you so that. much. Thank you. We might have to rescind your that's, shittiest no, no, producer. No, that. that's, <laughs> that's one goddamn redeeming moment in a fucking <laughs> lifetime of disappointment. Just hearing hot sauce, what he just said. I don't. That's fine. You need I'm to here. like. You need to like write that on a plaque and give it to him. Or yeah, something. like yeah. a quote plaque. Like one redeeming moment in a lifetime of regret and disappointment. <laughs> Rob just, he smoked it at the end there, man. Yes, he did. Like he was the guy that gets up and gives a speech and saves the world from being. You nuked. know, he he just picked that movie because it's the only one he remembered. No, probably. No, well, if, if you didn't have Marvel's Endgame in there, I would probably go with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That between that and Knives Out to me, but but no, I feel like you know, there's when you pick like an Oscar winner, you want to be a little highbrow or something. Like I said, Endgame wouldn't be an Oscar winner. I know, uh, you know. Uh, Black Panther was nominated or whatever as Best Picture the other year. Yeah. Last year, I think. It's a shame that Endgame wasn't nominated. Right? I mean... They didn't even win Best Visual Effects. Really? That's what's shocking. (laughs) I don't... How do you... How does that not win Best Visual Effects? Like, all the effort that went into that movie. Like, it's all visual effects. What do you think the Rooster Brothers are like? You know what? Fuck them. They got fucked big time. I I bet they'll be up for because they have their pick to do anything they want now. Oh, absolutely. I I, I guarantee you they'll be up for some kind of best picture or something, best directors eventually. All right. Well, that that was a good close, Rob. Good close. Yeah, that's a perfect close. Hot sauce made it better. Yeah. We we struggled because (laughs) we're off our normal formula, you know, as far as like how we click with how we talk to each other on a normal show. But I think we made it through, and we we got a nice shiny moment there at the end. And we well, you know and that came through when we talked about our best list. Yeah, we all talked about Avengers, and I think maybe it's kind of gotten forgotten a little bit just because it was it seems so long ago already. Yeah, yeah. you know. But uh, it just so many films have came out too. That's really really good. Right. And you and when you think of the Oscars, highbrow. You know, not a comic book movie. Right. And I think that's what still it gets seen by. It's a comic book movie, but you have to realize there's a Great actors and great time to go into this. It's a, it's story, a story, you know. It's Ten a story. years, yeah. It's not, it's not appreciated. If that's not what movies are about, good stories, and I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Well, this is the end of the first ever Sleazies, and thank you guys for participating. I think you all gave some great awards, and um, is there another award you want to give, real quick, Rob? No. Would no, you like man, to? I can't do this shit again. I cannot <laughs> deal with him giving me something good. Don't do it. Yeah. Would, you like to give out, would you like to give out the address that uh, Scarlett Johansson can come collect all the awards? Right. Yeah. Good. I did not just want to give a war out to all of our fans for you know you know being on this ride with us and you know oh, listening and this. everything and he's a sweet guy. Get, us, get, so. get, the, get the get the cue music. Play him off. Play him <laughs> off. Get that fucker off the stage asap. Yeah. 
Uh, but that's the end of the show, and we'll be back next week. And, and uh, it's funny, I got a message last night, and they were like, why didn't you wait to the 100th episode to do the sleazies? And I said, because it's award season. Yeah. Yeah. All the awards are done. We're going to do this now, and we're going to do something. I don't know what it may be or what it'll be for the 100th, but we'll do something. We'll throw a retirement party for hot sauce. I think I think you know, like uh, we need to be like in a uh, one of those series where they reset the cast after a hundred episodes. So hot sauce retires. We'll kill Rob. Yep. We should. Just I thought go. you'd be the first to go. I thought he was setting himself. You know, after a hundred episodes, I can go. You can get someone to replace me <laughs> yeah. if you want. We should just go into like a restaurant and do it live. And like, <laughs> tell them we have like a you know, oh, we've got thousands of listeners. And this will be great for your restaurant. Right. And we'll have like people interact with us and bring us shots and stuff. Not that Kyle would. Well, you'd do a couple shots sure. probably. Sure, why not? But he'll be free. He's going to do a couple. Yeah. See, and then I'll have to be the one to be like, well, I can't do any because I got to drive Rob. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, it's okay. I'll drive you. All right. That's, that's the end of the episode, though. Stay tuned next week. And if you like the sleazies, if you didn't agree with us, let us know. Either way. If you thought what best picture should have been, let us know, and we'll be glad to argue with you. Please, and- please argue with us about shittiest producer of the year. Please, <laughs> yes, somebody find stand- us There's- another producer that's <laughs> somebody more shittier. stand up for Rob. Yeah. Somebody, somebody, it'll be some old lady. Yeah. Like you leave Robert Something alone. To that little boy. <laughs> I can't wait to do because you know I've got a lot of photoshopping to do the next couple of days. But the the shittiest producer Instagram photo that I'm gonna have to do, <laughs> like the photo I'm gonna have to find a Rob smiling. Rob, and, Rob, do you have a, do you have any grandmas left alive? No, they're uh, dead. Oh, that's, that'd be like that, that. That that's who we need to call in. We need somebody's grandmother out there calling in and save Rob Zilla. Like you leave that little boy alone. Have a peppermint. <laughs> He's just a sweet, have sweet a peppermint boy. candy, Rob Zilla. Here you go. Butterscotch. Butterscotch. Yeah, Butterscotch. Worthers. That's the old lady uh, candy right there. Worthers. Yeah. Worthers. <laughs> Worthers, yeah. Worthers was the shit, man. <laughs> All right, so that's all we have for you. And as always, I guess you guys want me to say this every week. Take it sleazy. Thanks for listening to the Sleazy Podcast. Make sure you hit the subscribe button and remember, listen to Sleazy.